Pops in a pod. Pops in a pod. Hey everyone, Peter Pop here. And this is Nada Pop. To all our listeners, we have to be honest. This is not exactly how we wanted to this episode to come out. For some context, a couple of weeks ago, Nader and I did this entire episode with our guest live at an event called Garmi Ki Chutti here in Bombay. And full disclosure, the audio didn't turn out the best. So, our guest has been really gracious to give us time and redo this entire episode. Now, the content was really great, so we're not going to divert or change much from it, but I think I should end this disclaimer out here and let's get into the episode. Nadir, you remember the entire video that went viral a few weeks ago about, you know, a malt beverage company, right? And an influencer. I think it made the news everywhere. Not only did it make big news, Peter, it is still in the news. Like I am still reading after that. I think that incident must have taken place a, a couple of weeks, three weeks, a month at least and it's still there you know there's still articles and there's still space in the newspaper and broadcasts that are giving it more air time so um uh, clearly it's 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 a piece of information that is worthy to uh, reach to us common people now i'm not going to say whether it's good or bad but yeah it's it's being picked up and it's uh, it's something and to sort of you know have a deeper understanding a deeper conversation we've called somebody who is an authority in this space and he is actually a food scientist so we figured hey you know why not let's let's get someone who's um, who has a scientist in his title yeah i mean let's be honest right and we mentioned this in the past on episodes right where as parents you're subjected to so much information online you can't really tell what is right what is wrong I mean that's we're talking about our own health and then when it comes to our own kids health you're doing 2x or 5x the amount of research right so nadir and i thought it would be great to get someone who has a far more objective view on it but also a parent himself so nadir why don't you tell us more about our guest so today on the podcast we have invited sudeep putatunda he is a food scientist and a serial entrepreneur and he's been in the food industry for well over 15 years and continues to do so he's done his education out and out in in food technology and currently also pursues uh, a phd although not in food he's been associated with a lot of big global international brands like heinz gsk kellogg's itc pepsico unilever and of course cadbury's as well and a few other big names so we figured hey you know why not uh, let's just call somebody who's been in the food industry who studied food all his life and also as peter mentioned sudeep happens to be a father to an almost 2 year old as well so yeah let's hear it from sudeep hi sudeep this is take 2 of us discussing this topic so first of all thanks so much for taking time out to speak to us again most welcome peter i i really enjoyed the first time so 
uh, I, I'm happy to have conversations with you guys as many times as you want. Yeah, and the, the first time was like it had ambience and, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> Today, just like back to our boring homes, doing the same thing again, take two. No, no, la- la- last time, I think it, it was good because I could, like, we could all also see how the audience was reacting, like, you know, by the, the looks they were giving us and also I think that was a good way to know like what really interests people. So it's like, uh, you know, second time around, we can focus on those things. more. Yeah. And I think to just dive straight into the conversation that we had, right. Where a lot of people were actually not seeing the video. So I think probably because Nadir and I work in the advertising, marketing and media sphere, we actually did see the video. It went viral. And I think, we're talking yeah. about like three weeks into this. Uh, yeah. But again, what was your initial reaction when you came across the video, right? Like, was it surprise? I don't know. Tell us. I'm not going to kind of guide you through this. So, so basically, I mean, just to say there was this brand that is a morning beverage drink, typically promoted as healthy for and targeted at children. But uh, what happened was that uh, something that we in the industry know or knew for ages came out, which is that the amount of sugar content in, in these products are quite high. And it's quite high given the regular serving, but people end up having more than one serving just to make it tastier and so on. And uh, as people are becoming more and more conscious of you know childhood diabetes and sugar intake and things like that it uh, when this information came out it it got like it went viral as peter said and a lot of people were shocked um of course then the brand went ahead and tried to stop this through legal action and that just made it even worse and then everybody was like this must be a cover-up so my reaction was at two levels one was like a bit, I mean, I must be honest, a bit of an eye roll because being from the industry, like we knew about this for the longest time, that there are a lot of products that have a higher than ideal sugar content or even, for example, salt content is a big problem. Um, And it's not just beverages, cereals, other products, which we typically think are kind of healthy or, you know, kind of breakfast products or a lot of health bars, for example, that have a lot of sugar. Now, this isn't directed necessarily at kids, but people who kind of uh, are looking at health and they think, okay, let me have this health bar or that, uh, they fall for that too. So for me, it was a bit of, okay, I suppose it's good that this is causing uh, information to go out there and making people aware. But I was also a bit like, why don't people already know this? You know, Why is this coming as such a shock? No, I, I, I understand stage. because Sudeep, you've been in the industry for so long, right? So for, for you, as as you said, and I, I really liked where you said that it was a, an eye roll because yeah. here, here goes another guy, you know, doing the same thing. And, and I'm sure from your perspective, it must be coming from yeah. the, the background of that. Okay, this guy doesn't know, you know, how, how the industry works or, you know, the composition of ingredients and things going in in a packaged Mm. food but uh, we were just recently going through basic research online and um, the american heart association recommends that 
children should consume less than 6 teaspoons or say roughly about 24 grams of added sugar per day right so when when we talk about packaged food it is obviously very important on the whole serve uh, aspect as well right so uh, you since you brought up salt as well so sh- sh- sugar salt um, is it like a major component when it comes to taste and that is why there is such a high content of sugar and salt because it contributes to the whole taste aspect of things and nut- and the, the nutrients obviously do reach us uh, through whatever means is is possible can, can you help us explain that yeah so sugar and salt are the most common taste enhancers and so when at home we cook anything typically you know you want it a little bit sweeter you want a little bit a pinch of salt and what happens is it with both these products the more you have the more your palate kind of gets used to it so it kind of becomes this thing where you want progressively sweeter and saltier things and so when you have different manufacturers that are kind of making the same food there is this natural temptation to add more and more of it with uh, you know as a competitive edge because these ingredients are quite cheap um, and therefore you know just adding a bit more or even if not adding more like whenever you want to reduce it you know that okay if i reduce the amount of salt it probably not taste as like as good so uh, therefore there's a tendency towards having more of this as far as the 6 gra- the 24 grams and the 4 teaspoons i first of all to put that in context one normal beverage that we were talking about a health would have 6 to 8 uh, grams of sugar so already with like the first beverage of the day more than 30% of the days added sugar is is gone right so you add one candy in the day and you have already crossed 100% so th- it's not easy to stick to these targets uh, i do however strongly feel that we shouldn't be looking at this in isolation 24 grams can be too much for somebody who is sedentary also and 24 grams could be like very much manageable for somebody who is active like you know um if some child is playing all day or doing gymnastics or whatever it is they could probably go up to 30 40 grams of sugar and they probably even needed to be able to maintain that kind of exercise so i i wouldn't just look at it in isolation i think lifestyle plays a big role you know, you brought up a very interesting point uh, sudeep and i want to hold your thought on that just for a second but since you worked across the industry right i mean you talked about sugar you talked about uh, salt carbs is anyway bad and really like seen as the bad thing right but if you could just like when we take the lens of kids uh what would you say are some of the products that we buy every day but not realize that you know the nutritional value is not really how it is right and maybe what is packaged or on the package as healthy is not necessarily healthy so as i gave you the example i mean health bars i think a lot of them are mismarketed um, there are these uh, they're basically candy bars that are being marketed as health bars uh, honestly speaking um, and uh, then there's this new trend of let's say sugar replacement products you know that use either artificial uh, or other kind of things where again people buy it assuming Uh, that okay, this has got to be healthier, but they are not uh, fully aware of what it might be doing to, let's say, your gut flora and you know other things. But I think the biggest worry that I have 
uh, or what I suggest to people is that uh, to be aware of just generally synthetic flavors and colors and preservatives and so on and so forth. Because as I mentioned earlier, you know, like sugar and carbs, for example, if you have a healthy lifestyle, that kind of offsets it. But these are certain ingredients which even a healthy lifestyle doesn't offset. You know, if something is carcinogenic or something has, has got a correlation. Like, for example, since we're talking about kids, there are synthetic colors which are known to have a direct correlation with ADHD with children. Okay, there are synthetic colors which are known to have other kind of... Uh, I mean, some of them are just neurotoxins. But in India, we have such low regulation um, that all kinds of things happen. And in this regard... Um, you know, actually, the uh, what we call the organized sector, the you know the large companies are, are not as big culprits as the unorganized sector because when you go to your local uh, Shewala or whatever it is, you know, they are not even following the basic law. Uh, so because they are just uh, they don't know any better, and so I don't want the message of what I'm saying to be let's trust all uh, distrust all big companies and quote unquote processed foods. Uh, you know, I would recommend, for example, buying milk by Tetra Pak. Now that looks very processed, but it's probably less adulterated than your local, uh, you know, Dudwala, who's probably, you know, uh, got all kinds of antibiotics and things in his cow. Uh, so, you know, it's you just need to be aware uh, of what you're having. There's no clear cut or, you know, don't buy processed food or only buy this. You need, need to have overall and try to stick yeah, to as much. you as brought possible. up a great point and uh, Nadir is going to smile uh, when I say this but I not too long ago discovered that I have an intolerance to milk and can you imagine for like 30 odd years of my life I've been having mm-hmm. milk and milk products but they're actually doing me more harm than good. So one of the things when I found that out, the doctor told me that I also need mm. to get my son checked. So can you imagine my son who's six doesn't consume milk and is fine. But since you talked about milk, I mean, honestly, milk is easily one of the most ad- adulterated uh, products that we have, right, for kids. And day on day, we're giving it, them this and forcing them to have it. So... Uh, yeah, it's, it's really crazy when I think about it that like, what's the causes and maybe at some point when I'm thinking about it is all these years I was drinking milk, what exactly uh, it was that caused this, right? But uh, yeah, that's the situation currently. No, uh, see, in, in general, the Indian population has a much higher level of lactose intolerance than many other parts of the world. We don't know this. And a lot of us are surprised because, you know, the cow and milk is such an integral part of our culture. But uh, Indian genetics just isn't well predisposed towards uh, consumption of milk. But uh, as far as, uh, let's say you're not particularly lactose intolerant, I'd still be exceedingly careful, uh, not just of milk, but even, you know, milk derivatives that we have. Uh, You might have noticed that some, if you make uh, paneer at home, it never tastes as good as when you have paneer outside. I mean, I would invite anybody to make paneer at home. And it's just not going to be as chewy or, you know, it won't give you the same mouthfeel. Um, but the paneer at home is not adulterated. There's a reason why the shop paneer tastes the way it does. Um, I happen to know the kind of crazy things that they put in there to give it that taste. And 
the local, I mean, it's it's incredible. And the more premium the paneer, the worse it tastes. And, but there's a reason for that. It's because there's less and less of adulteration. So just these are things to keep in mind. So in some cases, it makes sense to go with the branded processed food guys because at least they have an incentive to protect their brand compared to the local uh, uh, you know, shop. But in some cases, you need to go with the more natural alternatives. So unfortunately, I don't have a clear answer to avoid this, avoid that. You just have to apply. Yeah, I mean, another brand. thing also is labels, right? I mean... Uh... I one of the things I remember reading uh, a few years ago was sometimes just flip over the label because now it's become more stringent in India, right? Because you need to say uh, how much each product contains according to the percentage value and all. But I know you're smiling and our listeners can't kind of see this, but every person is also taking creative liberty in it, right? So uh, I think like, I don't know. Nadav, do you read labels on the products that you buy? I I do, and uh, this is this is a habit actually that has uh, that I have developed after after I became a parent. Before that, nobody cared, right? Like before that, I didn't even know how much sugar goes in a in a in a can of Coke. Um, I would guzzle down two bottles or two cans, and I wouldn't like care about it, right? But now. I'm very, very particular. I mean, particular to the extent that like, oh my God, it's got four grams of sugar. No chance I'm not going to have this, right? But it's only four grams. Uh, but but the mind doesn't like tell you that, oh, but you know what? You can have at least 24 to 30 grams because you work out, you do this, you do that, you whatever it is, right? So, I mean, after having this conversation, at least my mind has been put to ease that it's okay. You just need to know exactly how to balance. You can't go crazy having, you know, sugar every day on whatever. But I wanted to ask Sudeep this because thank thanks to Sudeep he's ruined paneer for me. Uh, but I will I will go I will go with the trope. Wait, hang on. I will I will go with that trope. I've been eating paneer all my life. Nothing's happened to me. I'm almost forty. So what else? Right? So I want to do that because everyone keeps doing it for me. Hey, you should. It's okay if you give sugar to your kids. No, nothing happened to you, right? Well, that's a different conversation. But um, your your regular food, right, Sudeep? Um, Everyday food, staple food like um, rice, roti, bread. Uh, we've spoken about milk, uh, but uh, just food generally that you're eating. Even, even um, how do we say this? Natural juice or freshly cold pressed juice, right? That that's that's sugar water, right? In a way. So why don't you help us understand the component of sugar in these so-called homemade daily foods as well? So okay, so let me just we've. Uh... What so sugar and carbohydrate is effectively the same thing. So I just want to say we've got three food types effectively. You've got fats, you've got proteins, and then you have these carbohydrates. So I'll not talk about fats and proteins, but a very simple carbohydrate is effectively a sugar. And as the carbohydrate gets more complicated, we call typically in colloquial sense we call them carbohydrates. And then as they become even more complicated, they become tougher and tougher for us to digest. And that is when we refer to them as dietary fiber, right? So it causes sort of, I mean, it becomes food, fiber in the food, um, which is indigestible and so on. So it's a spectrum. Now, what fruit juice has uh, a lot of fructose in it, uh, which is a form of sugar. Uh, the, the sugar that we call sugar, quote unquote, is sucrose, which we get from sugar cane and other similar sources. Uh, simpler forms, the simplest form is glucose, which we have with glucondian. The reason that's popular as the you know giving you energy is because it is the simplest 
So you have it and it instantly hits your blood and you get that kind of sugar cake or rash or what you want to call it. Um, but as what we don't understand is that simple carbs are effectively just the same as sugar. So what happens is if we have a bowl of sugar, we think, okay, this is terrible. Uh, but in college, we used to use when we did uh, glycemic index, not to get too technical, but that's the, the the way sugar affects your body is the speed at which it affects your blood sugar is called its glycemic index. I'm telling you simply. And the speed at the glycemic index is what causes the insulin spike, which in turn is what is detrimental to health. And believe it or not, white bread has the same glycemic index as sugar. They're interchangeable, right? So we look at pure sugar and we say, oh, this is terrible. And then we'll have four slices of white bread with our rajma and think, okay, this was healthy. So I, when we talk about fructose or, uh, I mean, all of these things are almost interchangeable. I know people who are like, okay, I don't have refined sugar, but I have jaggery and honey. Now, jaggery and honey is slightly better than sugar, but it's still 95% sugar, you know what I mean? So it, it's not that much better. So you just need to educate yourself a bit on the topic. But again, it's a big part of it is lifestyle. There's no point in, you know, like you can have that bit of fruit juice or whatever else, as long as you don't go crazy with it, as long as you're living a, a like an active lifestyle. And we were taught this in like, I don't remember third standard or fourth standard, have a balanced diet, right? So have your more complicated carbs, like your green leaves and Vegetable, have your protein, whether it's dal or, um, you know, if you're non-vegetarian, then your fish or your meat and have and have your fats, like good fats and things like that. So uh, as long as you have a balanced diet, I wouldn't make uh, sugar out to be like this, you know, this devilish ingredient. It's a part of a natural diet. What I'll just finish with this thought. The problem actually isn't sugar as much as it is the refinement and the ease and availability of sugar all the time in so much of the food that we eat. We were never meant to eat so much sugar. Uh, we, we evolved from from basically from apes. So if you think of the food they have, uh, there is a bit of sugar that will come from the odd berry or the fruit that they have, but they have a lot more natural, veg, you know, like vegetative food occasionally they'll catch a rabbit and have a bit of meat or something and that's where we came from right so that is effectively what our diet should be it should be unrefined and it should be balanced and we should also learn from the monkeys and move a lot that's just great advice i i know you've you've brought that up uh, earlier as well that sugar alternatives you spoke about jaggery and sugar being like natural source uh, of sugar but um, people sort of turn towards certain um, sugar less or sugar free or however you want to call it uh, product which comes from um, you know this plant called stevia um, it, what is that real sugar is is that a good alternative or does that also have certain chemicals that you should, shouldn't be pumping in your body you know what's the scene over there it's easy to tell people don't have sugar i have a terrible sweet tooth and so uh, there is always going to be a demand for sugar replacements, things that sweeten food but don't give you the the insulin spike or the calories. Now, traditionally, the most common one was aspartame while we were growing up, uh, but then it got a bit of a bad rep. I can talk about that if you want. And so then there were people started looking for more "quote unquote" natural sugar replacements. Stevia is uh, is in that sense natural. It comes from a plant. 
uh, and it's uh, hundreds of times sweeter than natural sugar is. So by putting a tiny quantity of the stevia extract, you can kind of mimic the same degree of sweetness. So to that extent, it is a it it works. Problem is that it is still an organic food, and uh, in the sense that it comes from a plant, right? And I and recently there have been some bits that are suggesting that it doesn't impact your gut flora very well. Um, some studies have been suggesting that. The big problem here isn't that whether stevia is good or bad. It's just that it's it's such a new introduction to our diet that we don't yet know the long-term impact of it. Now, it comes from a plant. It looks, feels nice. And the technical term, believe it or not, in the industry, and even by like uh, compliance, like by the FDA or FSSA, is grass, which is generally regarded as safe. Now, generally regarded as safe to me is not the most assuring you know, kind of title you can give a food like this, but it's a bit like, ah, I think this works, you know. So I wouldn't uh, use that as a standard for kids, at least. Um, I would I would like uh, definitely regarded as safe, which unfortunately these replacements aren't so far. You know, I want to like kind of round this conversation that we've had, right? Because at some point, someone tuned in uh, to this episode so far is like, is sugar bad or are these guys demoning uh, sugar or I think that's one of the things that I wanted to kind of like balance this equation and come back to the point you made earlier, right? Is at some point, you know, we have this entire thing of one size fits all, right? Uh, you And just to draw a parallel, a simple example I can give of coffee is every six months I read a different thing about coffee. And it's always polarizing, right? So to kind of maintain some sort of balance uh, as someone from, you know, who has a far more uh, researched background, has a far more better understanding of this, what would you say to, you know, all the parents just like you who are kind of tuned into this and saying, you know, you cannot say I cannot give my kid sugar at all. I think that's, let's be honest, that's not possible at all. So how would you kind of maintain the balance? What would you kind of say to them? No, so on the topic of coffee, I worked in a coffee plant as a research scientist for a year. So uh, I, I can say with some authority that uh, I don't know if coffee is bad, but it, I don't think it's doing much good to you. So I would I would keep the coffee on the on the low. Uh, it has an ingredient called acrylamide, uh, which comes from the process of roasting and burning, which is a known carcinogen. So I don't want to freak people out. Um, and the biggest proof that I, I'm not freaking people out, I have coffee all the time. So my, my my long story short is you can't drive yourself crazy with, you know, all of this. I mean, probably walking down the streets of Bombay for a day will is as bad for health as anything else given our pollution standards, right? So you still have to live. So my... I would just like to say that just have a balanced approach. This nothing is is the worst thing ever, and uh, you know, sugar is 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 not in moderation is another food group, as I said. And just have a balanced life as far as your diet is concerned, as well as the general, you know, your lifestyle. Just be active, and that's a much better way of looking at life. Is having a good balanced diet with a balanced active lifestyle and then you don't need to worry about whether it's 20 grams or 28 grams you know your body can will deal with that 
I have a feeling Sudeep is going to do extremely well with unsolicited non-parental advice that keeps getting thrown at him. <laughs> you should not be giving all of that to your kids. Like, shut up. I'm a food scientist. You have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Just enjoy life. But yeah. on that, Just, I mean, stress is probably a bigger killer than anything else, you know. So, I mean. Just, just have a good life. Don't, don't, just keep it balanced. I think that would be the bottom line. Well, you did bring up coffee, so I, <laughs> I have a feeling that's a whole new can of worms or a new can of coffee that you've opened up right now. So that's another episode waiting to happen. I'm possibly. pretty sure. Yes, possible. Thanks so much, uh, Sudeep. I think we've enjoyed this equally as much uh, the second time around. But uh, yeah, we definitely, I think, are going to pick your brain on more uh, stuff like this. And uh, I don't think it's going to be only when something like this pops up in the news. So thanks so much for sharing uh, with us everything and uh, taking time out again to speak to us. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Nadir, that was second time lucky. And, you know, I think we really covered most of the points that we did the first time when we recorded live with Sudeep. But listening back also, right, it was still as fresh and I think as effective as the first time when we spoke to him. I mean, there's so much more that we know now, right, about sugar, salt, even coffee. You know, I never thought I'll ever say this, but I actually enjoyed hearing more about sugar than actually tasting it. So that is how the conversation (laughs) probably went because it was so informative, right? so much knowledge that you can learn in in like 20 in 20 minutes and it can literally change your life if you follow certain things that Sudeep said and I really liked what he said that you know it's very sad that everyone's going out there and making sugar out to be this this bad guy uh, when it's not it's it's not a bad guy it is uh, an essential component that you probably need in in your diet you just need to learn how to balance it out and I I like that I appreciate that that he's honest he came out and said Listen, it's it's okay. Everything has sugar in it or salt or whatever it is, and it's it's not a bad guy. You need to control your portion intake, and yeah, I think that's 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 great advice. I think that's really good advice. I completely agree with you, and I think it's not just for kids but uh, parents alike, right? So that's it for this episode. Uh, do let us know what you think. Uh, how do you manage, you know, sugar intake, or do you have no rules? Uh, let us know. Or do you have no rules for your kids? Let us know. As always, we're at popsinapod at gmail.com. Or you can follow us on Instagram. And yeah, if you have a great topic to discuss or if you would like to suggest some guests, please feel free to drop us a message and we'll surely get back to you. And who knows, one day your suggestion or your recommendation of a person can end up as a guest on Pops in a Pod. So yeah. Go ahead and uh, check out our other episodes and see if you have some ideas for us. All right, then we'll see you on the next episode. Cheers. See you guys.